0: Baseball money is fake on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. A $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit. And make sure you check out SGPN's 57 Bets Challenge, $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the winner of the props contest. Get all our contest info exclusively on the SGPN app. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Baseball Money Is Fake. Fanny's the baseball podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Episode two of live. So I'm getting better at talking to the camera. Hello, people. As always, it is Blake Meyer, and I am joined by my man Ryan Gilbert. How are you doing?
0: I'm pretty good here. It was uh, not a nice day here in Philadelphia. It was like gray and shit, but it was like 60 degrees. <laughs> it's starting to get that that, that spring uh, spring feeling in the air. Walked to the park. Uh, yesterday, actually, and today, but yesterday I saw a, uh, people playing catch there. Baseball's in the air here, and we're uh, continuing to uh, prepare yourselves for pitchers and catchers now, just less than a week away, next Tuesday.
1: I'm so ready for it. I think I saw today's like 50 days until spring training starts, too.
0: Or, mm-hmm. oh no, 50 sure. days yeah. to opening day. Yeah.
1: 50 days to opening day. Oh, two weeks until I will be in spring training. I cannot wait for that. But it sounds like your weather out there is like how our weather normally is out here like but today it's actually sunny which is weird it's sunny but like 40 in washington mm-hmm. it's always rainy got lucky today just time to record now um oh god Hi, how, how do you think
0: how, how do you think the uh the last episode went how do you think the uh, uh you, feeling, you feeling good about your um, mid-round targets
1: I'm feeling really good about my mid-round targets. I think the last episode went really good. I'm still getting used to this whole camera thing again. But, yeah, I think it went really well. I think I love the graphic that you put up. You put out on Twitter today. That looked really damn good. Graphic design. (laughs) It showed. It showed. It turned out really well. And I think there were some excellent picks. I was curious if anybody was going to say anything about you picking Correa. But uh, I like the pick. I was listening to the CBS Fantasy Baseball today and – they kind of think his ADP is way down there as well. And he could be somebody that outperforms that. So you're not alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I texted you. I was like, I, I don't know how I feel about putting Correa on a sleeper list. Cause he <laughs> you know, was one of the most sought after free agents this off season. but sleeper as in going to outperform his ADP, which is what we're doing today is, is the opposite of that. Uh, you know, some of these guys might be, you know, under ADP of a hundred, but they're, they're, this is our do not draft list based on their ADP. It's not based on, you know, at all. We're not saying they're going to be bad players. I'm not saying they're not going to be worth a pick or two or a pick or in their ADP or around later. But just someone that us personally don't have any, um, not going to put too much stock into them unless unless they fall quite I, we were trying to figure out if we do like two rounds past their adp or whatever but as long as we can just defend our takes here and be like okay i don't want this guy at their adp or even a little bit afterwards that, that's really what's important there
1: yeah because it, it's hard doing something like a do not draft list because when you put out like a do not draft and everybody's like well what the hell but, like i, I bet yeah. you if, if mike trout fell to the seventh round you would draft him. like well okay but like we're trying to be well, more realistic like like if somebody falls two or three rounds beyond where they would normally go. I I may not like it, but it would make sense to pick them still.
0: Yeah. Like I I texted you earlier when I was picking my guys, I was like, Oh, I, I can't have Bobby Witt on this list. Like, I don't like where he is at his (laughs) ADP in the first round, but like, I can't make a graphic with Bobby Witt as a uh, do not draft guy. Like, Oh, how are you not going to draft Bobby Witt? I'll draft Bobby Witt, but I I like shortstops and third baseman ahead of him. I know he is both third base and shortstop eligible, but, there are proven guys with probably similar floors and ceilings to him, whether that you can get probably later than him. So that's why I wouldn't draft him at his ADP. But he's not on my list. I, I didn't go, uh, didn't go that hard, that high, even though I have a few guys there. But uh, before we get into it, make sure we uh, plug everything you're doing here. You, you, we got a YouTube now. We got a TikTok. Oh got man! A video editor Blake over here is just pumping out the content.
1: So when we started doing the podcast. I had never done any audio work before, so I had to teach myself how to edit audio and upload audio and all of that. And we have decided that as much as you guys love our voices, you might love our faces even more. So we're going to do video stuff, which we started yesterday, and I'm now teaching myself to edit video. It's going pretty well. We got a TikTok. Uh, It is at fake baseball money, and YouTube is the same, at fake baseball money. We're going to be uploading all of these episodes there afterwards. Now uh, we're working on, I'm hoping by the end of next week, we're going to try our first live
0: recording oh, yeah. uh, easily. I- I'm hoping for our first show next week, if not a-, a potential best ball draft over the weekend.
1: I'm hoping so too. I just didn't want to throw that out there because we hadn't fully <laughs> talked about that yet. But yeah, so I'm hoping like being by the beginning of next week, we're going to have our first live show. The full episode will still go up on YouTube, but you can also watch us live on the plan is uh, we'll be going live on Twitter twitch and youtube all at the same time so you can catch us on all those Uh, i don't have the twitch ready yet it will be ready by then and yeah and so go check us out follow us we got a couple videos up right now they're doing pretty well and we're gonna be just we'll be taking clips from the show posting them there full episodes we got a lot going on especially ramping up into baseball season i'm so ready for this
0: yeah, it's going to be a quick turnaround from a uh, football Super Bowl on Sunday and straight into uh, spring training, pitchers and catchers there on Tuesday. So make sure, yes, yeah, so you're subscribed to us. Make sure you are subscribed to the Baseball Money is Fake Feed on Apple and Spotify. Leave us a uh, five-star rating. Leave us a five-star review. We got one of those recently. I'll read that at the end of the podcast. Uh, but yeah, leave us a five-star rating review. Let us know what you're thinking of the upcoming season. Let, let, let us know what you think of our takes. Who uh, who are you not trying to draft? Who are you maybe targeting a little bit? So let us know either in a review on Twitter. We're probably going to put out some uh, mailbag questions for upcoming live shows. So yeah, we're hoping to uh, get more interaction as the... As the preseason moves along here, we're spring training and everything. We want to give you the content that you guys want. So I think that's what we're doing here, going through rankings and sleepers and now do not draft. But anything else, we're always willing to touch on a uh, variety of topics.
1: Yeah, we're trying to cover the whole gambit of content for you guys so that when your drafts do come around, I mean, you could be DGENs like us and already be drafting right now. But some of you don't start drafting until closer to spring training time, the end of spring training so we want to make sure you guys have all the info on as many players as we can cover that we do like, don't like, where they should be drafted, where we have them ranked. We're going to have literally everything. And then when we get into it in the season, we got even better content planned for then. We'll have some more guests. We'll have uh, some of uh, my baseball guys over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We'll be on uh, as guests covering some of their stuff. I know like Matt Valdez is one. He does a – Uh, streaming pitchers article every Monday. Every Monday morning is put out. We can have him on to cover some streamers for the week and things like that. So it's got a lot of good content on the
0: way. Yeah, I'm excited for our in-season content. It's less than two months away. We haven't really formulated a plan yet, but I think like, yeah, something daily, looking at streaming targets, looking at, you know, who the upcoming schedules and whatnot. Plenty of stuff to talk about with baseball. Always is here. All right, before we get into our uh, do not draft list, let's shout out Winbet. Wimbet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Wimbet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. The big game is here, and Wimbet has you covered. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at Wimbet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer of change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be are 20 or older and present, they will play through and as available. If you or somebody who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I love
1: that we got to watch you fast read the end part instead of just listening to you do it. That, that's gonna be,
0: that, that's gonna be one of the best parts uh, of the uh, of the live shows, I guess. On video. <laughs> hopefully, exactly. I, hopefully I, don't, I, I don't fuck it up too often.
1: Nah, I, I, you know what? I think this is episode thirty five, and I think it's thirty five for thirty five on. Well, I used to read ads on here yeah. in the beginning for those of you that. I've been with us since the beginning, and then we quickly realized that I suck at reading ads. No,
0: no, 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 no. no. We, we we realized you do all the work behind the scenes, so all the least I can do is read the ads.
1: That, no, that, I, that, that,
0: that, that's what it is.
1: I like that explanation better. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, speaking of doing work behind the scenes, we both... Used our brains today and we got our do not draft list list together, much like our sleeper episode. Last time we have taken one person at every position for our do not draft list. Obviously, we have to start at catcher. In the infield. infield. Yeah, we're doing the infield again. We're going to do outfield. I think we're starting on outfield next week. Yeah, we'll do our outfield
0: rankings and then get into the sleepers and all, all this type of stuff.
1: So we need to start at catcher. And I'm curious who your catcher is, because I know you like a lot of catchers, so I'm interested to see what catcher you don't want.
0: It, yeah, a, a catcher was arguably one of the, the toughest positions here to do like a do-not-draft, because Ramudo, I love him. Varsho, you know, his ADP may be a little bit high, but I'd still take him there. 37, uh, Will Smith, Adley Rushman, Salvador Perez is good. Wilson Contreras going to St. Louis. Kirk in that Toronto lineup. Uh, I almost went with William Contreras, but I looked up his numbers from last year. He had like 20 home runs in less than 100 games, so potential there in Milwaukee. I went with uh, Tyler Stevenson of the Reds, ADP okay. of uh, 129.9, so basically 130 right there, round 10, between round 10 and 11. It was a first-round pick. He's 26, so he ha- he does have the the pedigree and stuff, but you know his only full season was 2021. And he had 10 home runs, 45 RBIs, hit 286 in uh 132 games. Last year, he played 50 games, hit six home runs, 35 RBIs, which it's not bad if you extrapolate that out to a full season. It's 18 home runs and uh 90 or 105 RBIs. But I, I don't think he can keep that up for the full year with a 319 average. Maybe he can. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't feel too strongly about this. But yeah, I, I don't like like Stevenson. Like I'd rather wait for Cal Riley, who who you had as your, uh, or did I have him as, as my? No, you had him because I, I, I had, had Sean. I, Mar- had I had Sean Murphy, and you had him as, as your uh, mid round target. Yeah, I'd rather take Cal Riley after him, uh, or just go with one of the uh, the sleepers afterwards after him.
1: I'm glad you said the uh, you'd rather take somebody after him thing because that is why I picked a few people on my do not draft list. But I agree with Tyler Stevenson The big thing for him for like the last couple years was Catchers really don't hit for average And so he was always the outlier of catchers that can hit for average But now we're coming into a season where Alejandro Kirk can hit for average Stevenson can hit for average Ali Rettman can hit for average JT Romucho can hit for average So when all of a sudden you have multiple options That also produce counting stats in other areas that you don't you start to become irrelevant. Not that he's a terrible pick, but he's not anybody I'm going to have any shares of either just because at at that point in the draft, I'm hoping to already have a catcher, and I'm not going Mm -hmm. to need a catcher as a util spot that's just going to boost my average a little bit.
0: Yeah, so who who do you have here as your uh, do-not-draft catcher?
1: I just mentioned mine, and I was really trying not to in that, but mine's Alejandro Kirk. That's my... My do not draft similar reasoning. Like he, he's a big average guy, low walk rate, which is cool. Everybody loves the low walk rate. But my thing with him is the counting stats just aren't there. Like in 139 games last year, he had 19 doubles, 14 home runs, 59 runs scored and 63 RBIs. Like, yeah, the walk rate was cool. Like almost a 12% walk rate, Struck out less than that at 10.7%. But this is fantasy baseball. Like, you need counting stats, whether it's points leagues. Is Points leagues is probably the only place he gets a boost just because the low walk rate and that sort of thing. But then when you come to, like, category leagues and all that, he only really helps you in average. And his ADP is 95 in that range. I cow Cal Raleigh after that. I like William Contreras after that. Like, I can't justify taking Kirk there when there's guys that I like better after that. Even MJ Melendez, I think his ADP is after that as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's yeah. guys like that that I have ranked higher that I like better.
0: Yeah, Kirk was the other guy I, I was seriously considering because I don't think his ADP should be 90-94 be where it's at. Melendez is there at 97. William Contreras, Sean Murphy, 111-114. Kyle Riley, 150, like... Either get one of the top five or six catchers or get one of the, you know, Sean Murphy, Cal Riley there, 10, 10, 11, 12. Don't don't settle for Alejandro Kirk, who I don't think has the ceiling that MJ Melendez does or William Contreras right after him.
1: He doesn't. And I mean, he's played 208 career games and in 208 career games, he has 29 doubles, zero triples and 23 home runs. (laughs) Like that's, that would be like an okay year in a full season, not a season and a quarter combined, so yeah, there, there's guys I like better, better later, but I'm curious to see. I, I, I wonder if first base.
0: no, if, uh, I wonder if Danny Jensen Jansen takes some uh playing time away from him because you know he's only played 142 games over the past two seasons, but he's had uh 26 home runs, uh 72 RBIs. Doesn't hit too, doesn't hit too well, only hits um two forty three over those two seasons. But that, if you extrapolate that to a full season, that's that's pretty pretty good there. Maybe I don't know if it'll take an injury or just a slump or chance in playing much better. But yeah, I, I looking at it now, Kirk is, is also someone I, I'm not gonna draft.
1: Yeah, I think on. I read that they're gonna do the rotating catchers, by the way, with the blue jays. Like one will they it's gonna be like the two of them and Brandon belt are going to like rotate through DH and then whoever, whatever catcher is DHing. The other one is going to play catcher. It's some weird. I don't fucking know. I don't <laughs> oh, which, want which, it on my is, team,
0: which is another reason to not draft him because he's not going to be playing every day. And that's what you want, especially if you're drafting a catcher in the top hundred picks. Exactly. But, first uh, yeah. base, what are you thinking? First, first base was, it was another, another tough one. Here, Cause first base, like I like, I like, all These guys, whether that Vlad Freeman, first round pick, sure. Alonzo Goldschmidt, yep, good second, third round guys. Olsen, uh, 43, that's fine. Abreu, I like. Uh, I almost picked Pasquantino, but I, I do like his upside at 92. Nathaniel low Nathaniel Lowe, I like. Reese Hoskins, 120, gotta like him there. It, it, it's gonna get this is my uh, my latest guy here. Stevenson with my second, latest. This is my only other guy with an ADP after 100. Andrew Vaughn at a 138. I just have seen absolutely nothing from him outside of he's good against left-hander or left-handed pitching, which he's not going to see a ton of. And even then, he hasn't really done too much to impress me. He's supposed to be this was a top prospect. What? It was a third overall pick in 2019. You know, maybe he's still only 24, 25 in April. Maybe this is the year he finally um comes around. But looking at his um picture on baseball reference area. It looks like his eyes are really wide. It looks like he just saw a ghost. And uh, <laughs> Those would be my eyes if if Andrew Vaughn actually puts up the numbers he's supposed to this season. So, yeah, Andrew Vaughn, do not draft there. After him, Jose Miranda, higher upside. Rizzo, love him. He was my uh, target there for the mid-round sleeper. castle even, toles Ty France, Josh Bell, Brendan Drury. I take all of them over Andrew Vaughn. Maybe Vaughn, Vaughn's ADP may be higher because he has that outfield eligibility, but st- still don't like it.
1: Yeah, and I know like we're big on dual eligibility here, but I'm not really big on dual eligibility at first base. It doesn't really matter to me because when I draft a first baseman, uh, like I, I just want the first baseman. If that makes sense, I, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me if they play first and outfield because they're probably. I'm just drafting them to play first. But I I almost picked Andrew Vaughn for mine. He was one of those guys like I didn't feel strongly about one way or the other, so I didn't pick him. Just I think he's just he reminds me a lot of. uh Sean Murphy, catcher for Atlanta now. Mm Kind of similar, but the difference is those counting stats at the catcher position are nice. So, like, he was your sleeper. So, like, those counting stats at catcher are nice, but those counting stats at first base, when you can get people like Christian Walker afterwards that are going to put up a shit ton of home runs and all that, the counting stats start to become a little less nice, uh, Anthony Rizzo, who was your there? You go, Anthony Rizzo was your uh, sleeper last one, and he's mm-hmm. 12 picked, he's a whole round after Andrew Vaughn. So, why take Andrew Vaughn when you can yeah. get your sleeper at first base around later? Like, this
0: wait, let me let me sort sense. this by outfielders and like see who Vaughn is around in the outfield thing because, like, no, Vaughn's Ooh. right ahead of Jane Carlos Stanton. And I take Stanton over him. Yep. Runfro, Hap, Nimo—I guess they're all kind of uh, similar to uh, outfield. Outfield rankings. We were texting about this. It's going to be—it's going to be tough because there's like a clear top ten or so. Then it gets just ugly. Then it gets ugly. Yeah, but yeah, we need <laughs> the weekend to sort those out. Oh, definitely. Who, who do you got at first base? <laughs> okay, this is one that you're
1: going to have fun putting this picture on there. Uh, we were talking before the show, and I told you I was switching it. So I had C.J. Crone at 124, was my do not, just because as much as I love the Coors advantage, I hate how terrible he is away from Coors. Like, I like him to be at least okay. But, I switched it to Vladdy at 11. I'm, I put in there because (laughs) I'm not frozen. I'm not using a first-round pick on, I know, I'm not using a first-round pick on Vladdy McGuero Jr. I, like when we did our first base rankings, I have Paul Goldschmidt above Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And as it sits right now, Paul Goldschmidt's ADP is 27. I would much rather take somebody else in the first round and wait till the second or early third to take my first baseman in Goldschmidt because I, honest to God, think that they end the year pretty damn similar to each other. And so using that first round, I pick on Vladdy, I'm going to hate myself the rest of the time.
0: I, that that's that that is throwing me for a loop here. You're including. him. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, why when his, you said, when you said his, no wait, I was like, come on, do it. His his maybe I'll, I might have to switch my my shortstop with her basement to what here. Maybe, maybe we'll I'll do something on the fly. But his ADP is twelve. You ranked when we did our our top round mock or whatever our top round rankings. You had him at eleven. You had yeah. him. So, so that's right where his ADP is, and like, I,
1: also, I mean, look at me ranking him in the correct spot. But <laughs> I, I, I understand that that's where he is ranked, and I understand how good of a baseball player he is. But my thing is like, like I said, I would rather take Goldschmidt later. I would rather take Pete Alonso later, who's at 19, second round pick. I'd be okay if Jose Abreu was my first or my yeah my first baseman at 98 overall. First base is pretty deep. And so to use that first-round pick on a first baseman, I feel like I would be shorting myself in other places. So since he's constantly going to be – like imagine taking – I mean, you're on the opposite side for me. But for me, like taking Vladdy in the first round and then I get to like the eighth round and I'm staring at Jose Abreu as the best overall player on the board and I'm going to be like, okay, well, if I didn't take Vladdy round one, I could have took Jose Abreu right here and I would still be just as happy as when I had Vladdy. So – that's my reasoning. I'm sticking to it.
0: Yeah on on an FBC since uh, this calendar year is ADP is 11.92, the drafted as high as four, as low as 23. So I, I guess you'd probably take him there at 23. Or yeah, and yeah, again, it's... like
1: like we said beforehand, how is it, how, like... am I,
0: how am I making this graphic with Vlad Junior do my draft? <laughs> I'm making you explain it.
1: <laughs> it's, your like, it's your pick. It's your pick. My thing is like like we said before like I'm not saying that Vladimir Guerrero Jr is bad and if I'm in the middle of the second round and Vladimir Guerrero Jr is there I will draft him on my team. He,
0: no, you cannot have him on, on this list then.
1: Yes, I if, would be. Oh, no, actually say, in the
0: middle of the second round okay, I would not take him. Let's say in the have, the you second have, round. you have you have picked like 7. You get either like Jordan or uh Cunha there at 7. And then you come back around and, and go and uh Vlad is still there. You're gonna pass up on him?
1: It depends. We can do this or, live or if, right now. If Who if else would Tucker, be there?
0: If you get Tucker at like at like 10. Let me let's open this up here. Who else would be there? Let's see if you had so if you had like pick 10, you would then get pick what? Uh, 12 15. No because no. then 10 uh, 12, 12, you would get 15 then. So uh if you had 10 and we're able to get 10 right now is Jordan is 9.8. Soto is 10.28. So one of those two outfielders. You get get a solid outfielder. And then Betts goes, Freeman goes, Machado goes, Bichette goes. You have Vlad, Burns, Tatis, Alonzo, Cole, Trout, Riley.
1: Honestly, I would take take Tatis.
0: Tatis Tatis. or Riley.
1: Yeah. And I still wouldn't take Vladdy.
0: You were, I'm... (laughs) I may have to open Fantasy Pros right now to see to see where Vlad is on your overall rankings here to see if you're just. Oh
1: God, that's a. You know he's probably eleven. Uh, where is he? Uh, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do the same thing. This is excellent. I mean, this is video content this, now, though, so it's not bad. Fanta- this is this
0: fantastic is... podcast content. Where is um? Are there Blake My favorite there thing there about these that's... ranking
1: episodes is every time we do this, there's somebody that I rank that you do not agree with. <laughs> let's see
0: all right so i had to select two but like so vlad do, i can you take him right now you have him fi- at 15 So it's are 10 or 15 so you have him at 15 yeah. okay and his adp is 12 like that's why i'm saying he can't be on this list like even like i kept wit off the list uh, i would take him i mean his eight what's what's adp nine i'd take really him high. in the second round i would take him in the early third round I'd probably rank wit like. Actually, I don't know because like Riley is at twenty, Devers twenty, Goldschmidt twenty-five. This is... yeah,
1: see, I don't know. I just in that second round, like even then, like first base is so it's so deep, and like for me to use a first round pick on a first baseman, I I don't think I would do it because like you said, like when we loop back around to the second round, I would still rather have Riley. I would still rather have Mike Trout. I would rather have Fernando Tatis Jr. There's three names right there that I would rather have right off the – actually, that's probably the three people that I would rather have over him in the second round. So in some hypothetical world where we're, I'm in a draft and Vladi doesn't go in the first round and it comes to the second round and Tatis and Trout and them are all gone, then I would take him. But that's that's a big that's a tall order for that to happen.
0: Th- this is uh, this is this gives me a, a great like episode ideas. Like we need like top 25. like I don't know if we just need to rank our top twenty five overall or or what it is here. But maybe we Let's maybe do we no bacon I would I would never. Good. It would it wouldn't help me.
1: <laughs> you you wouldn't agree with half of it anyways. No.
0: <laughs> like what is this?
1: My favorite part is, is I, am the one that kind of gets paid to
0: do right, so, the fucking rankings. So, so, and you so, would disagree with all of it. Right, let's let's just say. So I'm talking you out of Vlad. Who, who's your other first baseman? You said C. You C. Had Cron. These-
1: It's CJ Crone. I can go CJ Crone if you want me to go CJ Crone.
0: Um. All right. Tell me. Tell me why. You, why you got Crone there then?
1: Uh, let me pull up his splits. I I hate he, how he's, bad he's he in is
0: cores. Away. He he's been sh- he showed he can hit for power when he was with the Rays. I mean.
1: That's my thing It's just how bad he is away like he's for as good as he is at home in cores like he hit this last year he hit 22 home runs at home while hitting 302 and away he hit 214 with seven home runs in more games So like I if I'm gonna take a guy with massive home and away splits that plays for the Rockies I want it to be somebody that's still like serviceable away from there because if you're not serviceable away from your home stadium then it makes it hard to put you in there and I would I would rather have somebody like Christian Walker who's at 136 with their ADP or Anthony Rizzo at 153 Ty France at 170 Rowdy Telez was my sleeper down at 173 I think Rowdy Telez gives you similar counting stat numbers as CJ Crone, and that's like 50 picks later
0: yeah, yeah, Crone. I guess if you draft him at, at one twenty-eight or, or wherever he's at, he's um, you're gonna have to get someone to to back him up a little bit to to because if you pick him in like another first baseman later, like Telez at 166, 166, Josh Bell one seventy eight, and you have those two, and you can like platoon Crone play him when he's at home or when he has a good pitching matchup, and then play either Bell or someone like Brandon Drury who can play first base, second base, third base to get someone to back him up, but. Mayhew is a good guy down there, two two forty eight. So, I'll, I'll accept Crone as your answer <laughs> at, at,
1: uh, at at first base. I'm still standing by my my uh, Vladdy take, but we'll go with Crone.
0: Okay, uh, all right. First, we spent enough time there on first base, but uh, let's move over to second base. Here, who you got there? You got uh, you got Mookie Betts. You're not taking. You got Trey Turner. You're not taking in the first round.
1: <laughs> See, this is the tricky one because the person that I have for second base is Jose Altuve, which another big name person. And it's because like we talked about in the second base episode, that short little cheating motherfucker has turned himself into a pole hitting fly ball hitter with an average exit view of like 85 miles an hour. And if you listen to that second base episode, you would know that I absolutely love jazz chisel. And he is a whole round later. Right now, Jose is at 38 for his ADP. Chisholm's at 46. I'd rather wait. I'd rather take Chisholm. Ozzy Albee's at 51. If we get the old Ozzy Albee's, I'd rather have him. And then, yeah, I plan to take Jazz Chisholm in literally every fantasy baseball draft that I will do for the entirety of the year. So do I want Jose Altuve in the third round? No, I don't. Not at all. I will not be drafting him. I think, I mean, if you're in love with uh, Houston Astros uh, cheating second baseman, they're going to love the cheating references. I'm a Mariners fan, so it, you know, my Griffin jersey on. But I, I can't do it. I, I don't like his, his bad at ball profile. I don't like any of that. I think he's been outperforming for the last two years, and I think this is a year that it all comes crashing down.
0: I didn't know this was just the, the Blake hot take episode here. Uh- <laughs> it's uh this might be it, this, we're talking might, about dudes we don't want I, I i'm now second guessing not putting like some rules on this where you wouldn't take them like 20, 20 picks after the 80 pick cuz you would take Altuve in the in the fourth or fifth round easily sure you you like jazz over him but you would still take Altuve if if Semyon jazz and all these are all gone now tuve is there and then it's Altuve, and then it's a drop-off to Edmund Jimenez, and then Glaber. You're taking Altuve.
1: Yeah, like Who's four about?
0: rounds later. I mean, the difference between Altuve and Albies is 15 picks. So, like, you could see someone reach for them, and then Altuve fall.
1: Yeah, but then the difference between Altuve and uh, Max... Who who else is done there? Tommy Edmund is, like, almost 40 picks.
0: Well, yeah, That's exactly, a lot. But- My- but Al- Altuve, Semien, Jazz, and Albies are all pretty much the top tier. They're all between 34 and 49 ADP. Sure, you might like Jazz, Semien, Albies all over Altuve, but you'd still draft him with those three were gone.
1: It, it all depends. Are you talking like if we get to the third round and every other top tier second Not baseman third- is gone if- when I take –
0: Let's say you have a pick where you can't quite take Altuve in the third round. There's, there's people ahead of him that you have to take. And then your next pick, Altuve is there, but Semyon, Jazz, and Albies are all gone. You would take Altuve. You're, you're, you're not as high on Altuve as you are on, on Chisholm or these other guys, but you'd still draft him. You would still, you would still take him. It's not someone he's, he's coming well, of course, off, like- he He hit 300 last year with 28 home runs. Year before he had thirty one home runs at two seventy-eight. Twenty nineteen, the last full season before that, thirty-one home runs at two ninety-eight. He's a career three oh seven hitter, averages twenty home runs a season, seventy-one RBIs, 101 runs, uh eight uh twenty-nine stolen bases. Like I think Altuve is under under drafted right now at 34. I think he could be easily the best second baseman for the
1: record i would like it to show that we decided that we have to take one person from every position so i had to pick a second baseman to put out to be on this list but i stand by my pick though because i i genuinely do not think that he is worth the adp whatsoever and when it comes up in the third round and it is time to make a pick i have done I think I've probably done 60 of those draft simulator things right now. And I haven't taken Altuve once just because there's always other people that I would rather have in that round than Altuve. And I get it. Second base is like the thinnest position out there. We established that. But right around his ADP, where's he at right here? Uh, Nolan Arenado is two picks before that. Give me Arenado. Uh, that's usually around when I'm picking uh pitcher. So there's guys like Shane McClanahan, Aaron Nola, not Dylan Sees, fuck Dylan Seas, uh, Brandon Woodruff. I would take all those guys. I like Matt Olson right there. Excellent spot to take Matt Olson at 42. Jazz Chisholm's at 44. Like I just, I personally wouldn't draft him. Do you want to take Altuve in the third round? Be my guest. Go ahead. He he'll probably put out some numbers for you. I just, there's so many writings on the wall of this not being a successful year for him. I know he what he's put up in the fast in the past, but he also last year more than ever was that pole hitting fly ball hitter. The dude is five foot six, one hundred and sixty pounds, like a pole hitting fly ball hitter. It, if he's going to be a big home run guy, cool, but that's not going to last forever. He's not built like Jose Batista. He can't fucking hit bombs in, until in he's every- forty.
0: In every full season, he's hit at least two eighty three, two seventy eight. Sorry, at two seventy eight in twenty twenty one. Do you have a backup second baseman, or should I get get to my guy?
1: My, I mean, my backup's Tommy Edmond because I think he's okay, boring as well, hell, to- and I don't think to-
0: anybody should take da- 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 it. Tommy Edmond's my guy. Let, let me let me, <laughs> let me let me riff on Tommy Edmond here. Tommy Edmond, uh, yeah, second base was a hard, not necessarily hard, hard one to find. Or I guess it was because like after. Tommy Edmonds ADP seventy two. You got Jimenez eighty one. Then it falls off to Glaber one thirteen, Muncy one thirty, Polanco, Brandon Lowe, Vaughn Grissom, Estrada. So I think yeah, Edmund, extremely boring. Just uh, nothing sticks out whatsoever. Maybe he has a lot of speed. Back to back thirty stolen bases season that that uh, raises up there a little bit. But as as I mentioned time and time again here, I I, I think stolen bases could definitely be watered down here this season with the four and a half uh, inch difference there Every, every inch matters as we know here on the baseball money is fake podcast so and and overall stolen base i'm not a big stolen base guy It's 30 stolen bases over the course of the season whatever one a week sure he'll hit a dozen home runs rbis in the 50s might get up close to 100 runs had 91 95 past two years but there's just nothing about him that excites me that that i can't get like double his ADP with Jorge Polanco or, or Brandon Lowe, who was my sleeper or Von Grissom down there at 170. I think he's a, he's a good guy that's going to get shortstop eligibility as well. So yeah, second base. Yeah. I, I think we can agree that Edmund, I go back and forth with Edmund. Cause like, he's just like a solid guy that you can fill in there and, and just, and just be, he can be what he is. So if he falls 72 is right there at the, uh, end of the fifth round getting the sixth if he falls to the eighth ninth round maybe i would just take him and, and bite the bullet there but yeah i i'm not planning on drafting many uh tommy Edmond shares
1: yeah i don't blame you he i mean th- there's gonna be a lot of like random tommy edmund fans that are gonna listen to this and be like how dare you but i mean we called him boring in the the second base rankings episode too there's
0: there's he- tommy edmund fans
1: I, you know what hopefully, hopefully there is fans of jared kelnick out there so if there's fans of jared kelnick there's fans of tommy edmund yeah like uh, in that like seventh eighth or sixth seventh eighth round area like there's so many better people that you could take mm-hmm. than tommy Edmond. even that like uh oh god where do you go there we go andres jimenez is at 83 i would rather yeah. have andres jimenez play the same position or yeah. it's, that's the area i like to take a picture too and there's guys like uh Jesus, I can't read this fucking board. Like Zach Gallen is going two picks before that. That's a uh, Cy Young candidate right there. Somebody like Framber Valdez is going to eighty four. Sign me up there. You Darvish, the dude that just signed until he's forty two is going to eighty one. Yeah, yeah there, like, so, there's so many other picks that I like.
0: There. Yeah, uh, we talked about it in our in our second base rankings. Go listen to that if you haven't. But like second base, there's the top four there with Altuve, Semyon, Jazz, and Albies, and then Edmund Jimenez right there in the middle, and then the The rest there with Torres, Muncy, Polanco, Low, Grissom. So, get a top four, or just wait for it and, and pray that that whoever you take a, a flyer on uh, can hit for you. All right. Okay. So, uh, I, I want you to I want you to go first on shortstops, but at, after the ad read,
1: but you're going first on shortstops.
0: All right. Well, uh, speaking of the adveries, there, make sure you check out the Big Game Bingo on the SGPN app. Get your own Big Game Bingo card full of all your favorite big game prop bets. If you get bingo, you win a $57 SGPN gift card to get one of these sick baseball money's fake T-shirts or hoodies. Only catchers you must be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube to win. In the honor of the big game, SGPN is hosting a prop bet contest as well. Make sure your pick's... Make your picks for 57 different prop bets. Winner will get $507 in cash and a $507 gift card to the SGPN store. All of our contests are free to play and exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, so we're going to uh, to shortstop now or third base?
1: We're going to shortstop. I want to hear your shortstop. Going
0: you around have. the diamond here to second base to, uh, to shortstop. Let me pull up the rankings and whatnot here. Um, who do I have a shortstop? My shortstop, I don't think you'll be necessarily too surprised by this based on, uh, where I ranked him in my shortstop rankings. But it's gonna be Wander Franco there at eighty-seven ADP. We talked about it, in, in that show is just just can't stay healthy. He even if he puts a, a full season together, I don't know if his uh, sure. I mean, he's he was one of the best prospects in baseball for a few years there. He's, Still only 21, gonna be 22 in March. There's plenty of plenty of upside for him, but has not stayed healthy in his career. 153 games, 13 home runs, 72 RBIs, 282. It wouldn't be surprised if he stays healthy for a full year if he does some, something similar to that because he's gonna go through the motions and go through the you know the tough stretches as like a full it's a full, first full time season whenever that that may be. And yeah, as you keep saying, there's guys after him I would rather take uh, Tim Anderson a few picks. I don't know, I don't know about him, but Willie Adamas, Jeremy Pena, I know you love him, uh, Carlos Correa, there, Rosario, and yeah, I mean, Franco's the 11th shortstop by ADP, so for I would much rather get someone there in, in the top, you know, seven or eight, top six, I think is really what I'm targeting from Trey Turner down to Corey Seeger, maybe O'Neill Cruz or, or Swanson, but yeah, once you get to the the 80s, uh, I think I would just wait for Adamus at 96 or or Pena or Correa there closer to the 120s.
1: See, I agree with that one. I I think he's got all the talent in the world, but he can't stay healthy. If he can't stay healthy. You don't really, you shouldn't be drafted in that. Like the it's the eighth round, I think is his ADP like 90 overall. I I, I wouldn't use a top eight pick on somebody that mm-hmm. is a question mark whether they can even finish a season. And I say that after just telling you that I'm taking jazz in the fourth round of every <laughs> fantasy draft. Yeah, like especially it's mainly because shortstop is just so deep. Like there's no mm-hmm. real reason to take a question mark that high. And outside of his crazy K-rate being only 9.6%, he doesn't do like anything too nuts. Barrel rate 4.6%, way below league average. Average active Elo, 87.3 miles an hour, way below. Uh, hard hit rate, 35.8% is literally league average. So his expected batting average is nice, low whiff rate. But I have him down as my 12th ranked shortstop. And literally all those guys that you mentioned you would rather have, I have ranked higher. I got O'Neill Cruz at 11. I got Dancy mm-hmm. Swanson at 10. Willie Thomas at 9. Pena at 8. So yeah, like I like that one. It's a good solid pick. Easy to not draft. He one of those guys that seems good when you're thinking about it, but you're not going to be happy when you draft him. And for mine, you've got me in my head about all of my picks so far. So I'm not going to go with my number one.
0: Who is it? Who is it? Trey Turner? You're not taking Trey Turner in the first round. Is that who it is?
1: No, that's my number one overall. No, it's Francisco Lindor is at 32. It's my pick. I don't like it. You're trying to find a reason to be mad. I don't like it because, for one, I don't think you should be taking a shortstop that high unless you're taking somebody like Trey Turner in that first round. I don't think you need a shortstop at 32. And he has really not been very good for the Mets in general. Mm-hmm. Like last year, he hit 270 in 161 games. The year before, he hit 230 in 125 games. But in that, how many games is that? 286 games. He has 46 home runs and 41 doubles. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He's, he's going to score quite a bit of runs. He had almost 100 last year, 100 RBIs. I just, the year before kind of scares me too. 70, R, or 70 runs, 63 RBIs. I just, I don't see enough there to justify a, a top, Three round pick. Now, if it's the fifth round and Francisco Lindor's still there, still wouldn't take him because the fifth <laughs> round. I thought about it for a second and no, nope. because yeah, like I love so many people after him. Like I love Corey Seager after him. I was just listening to a mm-hmm. podcast today that said Corey Seager is he has uh, Freddie Freeman at first base, first round upside, which which it makes sense. Very similar game types. Uh, Oniel Cruz, the ceiling on Oniel Cruz is ridiculous. Dancy Swanson, I like him better. Willie Domus is my breakout at Mm -hmm. a Like, There's so many people that I like better that I can't justify taking Lindor in the third round.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, that's fair. He hasn't quite done what he has done, what he did in Cleveland there when he had three straight 30 home run seasons, but Last year, 107 RBIs, 26 home runs. Uh his full season average over the past two years with the Mets is 26 home runs, 96 RBIs, 97 runs, 15 stolen bases, his 253. So yeah, I, I think he's he's solid there in like the the second second tier, maybe third tier, depending how how finicky you are about your tiers. But yeah, he's not up there with the Bichettes and Tatises. And I agree, I'd probably rather wait for Seeger. Or for Cruz, or for Adamus, or for even Swanson at his ADP over Lindor. So uh, I'm not going to give you shit for this one. After giving you shit for for the past two, I I, I, uh, I approve of this one. I, I suppose if, if I'm I, I call to. that
1: one a win. And the pick that I'm assuming everybody thought I was going to go with, if you've listened before, was my second one is Xander Bogarts. I I just don't yeah. want Xander Bogarts. I think yeah. he is going to be the bust of the fantasy baseball season. His ADP right now for Xander is at 87. Still hate it. Tim Anderson's after that. Love him better. Willie Domus is after that. Love him better. Jeremy Pena, I obviously love him way better. Even Carlos Correa. I would take Carlos Correa over Sandy Bogarts. There's just so many people that I don't think Sandra Bogarts is going to have any spot on any of my lineups just because I I think it's a waste of a pick.
0: Yeah, fair enough. All right. For uh, third base, who, who got a third base? Let's cl- close it out here.
1: Uh, my third baseman pick is, oh God, okay, my my third base pick is <sighs> Rafael Devers at twenty. because I absolutely hate the second half of the season that he had. When we did our third base episode, we realized that third base is slightly more more deep, slightly deeper than we thought. I swear to God I can talk to people. We realized that it's slightly deeper than we thought. So there is guys that you can wait on and get a little later. And that second half of the season that Devers put up, everybody seems to – they seem to have seen that contract that he signed and just magically forgot that that shitty second half ever happened. Again, the second half of the season last year, he – second half oh. of the season. He hit 249 with 14 doubles and 5 home runs in 55 games. Not good. He was so good in the first half. The second half not worth a top 2 round pick.
0: Yeah, you know, Devers is third base was one of the positions here that was I mean, all of positions, I guess, now that I'm thinking back on it, we hard to pick one, but Devers was someone I was considering for third base. I think he does not deserve to be at the same ADP as Austin Riley or ahead of Arenado. Even someone like Bregman, who's taken ADP 72, Devers 20. I'd much rather have Bregman at 72. Yeah, De- I mean, third base, you have the, those top few with with Ramirez and Witt and Machado and Riley, than Devers and Arenado. And yeah, the Red Sox are not going to be as good this year. Don't have Bogarts anymore, don't have Jaden Martinez even though he had a down year for them. Uh Trevor Story is going to be out for most of the year with his internal brace surgery he's getting there. So yeah, Devers is going to be a complete one-man show in uh Fenway Park unless you know Justin Turner can turn back the clock or Adam Duvall can maybe hit some bombs, but besides that it's it's him by himself and Yeah, I I don't think I'll be taking Devers in many leagues, especially there at uh, a pick 20. So We agree on one of mine. That's a good one there. That's a good one. And then uh, (laughs) my third baseman who possibly cheating here a little bit because he is going to play shortstop is Gunnar Henderson at 92. We've talked about it multiple times here. We're very worried about how he is against left-handed pitching. Just another one of these guys that you don't know how he's going to hold up over a full season. He he was he has a lot of hype. He's a good prospect. I I hope he has a great career. But at this point where he's at at, at ninety-two, I'd rather wait a few rounds, take Muncie, take Miranda, take Eugenio Suarez, who I, I talked up last show, even like Matt Chapman, Alec Bohm, Brandon Drury. I think I'd rather go with go with one of them than than go with uh Henderson, who's the top prospect for the Orioles. Still 21. He's gonna be a great player. I just don't think he's there yet to to be like in the middle of Bregman and Muncie, pretty much exactly. Maybe if he was ADP after 100 or 110, I'd feel differently. But at 92, I think I would either want to get a third base, one of those top four or five, or just wait for a, a sleeper.
1: Henderson is actually the other person that was on my on my okay. list. So I agree with that one. I just again it comes down to With his ADP, he's like a top eight round pick, round eight, round nine. And to take somebody that hit 130 last year at the major league level against lefties and absolutely struggled at at every level of the minors outside of rookie ball against lefties, he's had enough of a, a track record now to know that he just can't hit lefties. And I'm all for taking... Platoon level hitters, he's not gonna be a platoon guy. They'll run him out there against lefties anyways, and that's what makes me nervous. They're not gonna take him out in the situations that are a massive disadvantage to him, and then you get to take on those games where he does nothing. If you're in a points league so you get to take on the the games where he goes 0 for four with three strikeouts because they ran out all lefties. And that's not something that's worth a top eight, top nine round pick for you.
0: Yeah, especially because you can get guys like Suarez, Muncie, Ty France, Matt Chapman. Brandon Drury all had at least twenty home runs last year. Alec Boom can hopefully pick pick it up here, get some of that power back at you know double the ADP if not higher. I closed out of that, but yeah, it's <laughs> I don't think Gunnar Henderson, you know, maybe a, a good pick if he falls to what round ten, round round nine, round ten. Maybe I'll, I'll scoop him up there and make sure I have another third base and shortstop to uh, complement him with if he does struggle, but. Yeah, I, I can't take him at his uh, ADP of 92.
1: Yeah, with where his ADP is right now, that is essentially like you're taking him as a starter on your team. And that, realistically, your top 10 picks should be guys that are starters on your team. Like you're not taking depth within the top 10 usually at position or like uh, not pitchers. You know what I'm trying to say. And he's the kind of guy that, yeah, if he does fall to round 10 and you do take another third baseman. And then Gunnar Henderson is your second that you get later on or you've already taken like Riley in the mm-hmm. fifth round and you've already got a solid one. You got a couple good pitchers and you get to round 10. You're like, oh, shit, Gunnar Henderson's still there. I'll take him on my team. Like then that's an OK pick. But just being like, all right, it's the eighth round. I'm going to take Gunnar Henderson right now. Detrimental to your lineup. You don't want to be doing that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, so who else did you have here? Because I know you had some outfielders, outfielders on your list. Give us, give us a, a preview of your outfield rankings with some of these guys you're you're not trying to draft.
1: Some outfielders I'm not trying to draft are where did I put my list at? Uh, right here, Luis Robert at 48. I don't want Luis Robert at 48 just because <laughs> I have all the faith in the world that he will be a really good baseball player if he can actually play baseball he's hardly played any games in his major league career he's flashed all the talent in the world he's a hit 300 with 30 home runs and 30 steals guy but taking somebody at 48 that just can't stay on the field absolutely not uh Eloy Jimenez is kind of the same he's at 75 I kind of like Eloy Jimenez I would just He's one of those guys that every time he's going to come up, if he's at the top of the draft, I'm going to second-guess it every time just because same reason. He can't stay healthy. He Mm -hmm. hit the cover off the ball last year when he was healthy. But the health thing. And then Cedric Mullins at 49. I know two years ago he was like a 30-30 guy or right on the verge of being a 30-30 guy. That power was gone last year. I think he hit 16 home runs. Yeah, And so – I I is as shallow as outfield is you'll find out when we do our outfield episodes mm-hmm. taking him at 49 is difficult just because you're banking on that power to come back and taking somebody that's uh, one of your top tier picks that you have to like just hope that he gets to be okay like eh, I can't do it
0: yeah he started 30 32 double easy. Yeah, no, I, I, the only one I disagree with there is Mullins. Like like Luis Robert and Eloy Jimenez, both unfortunately on the White Sox, same team. Like, If they both stay healthy, the White Sox can be an amazing team and they can be great players and fantasy baseball players. But yeah, as you said, neither of them can stay healthy. But Mullins, yeah, maybe his 30 home runs was kind of an aberration there with him 291. But I think he's somewhere between his 2021 and 2022 season. Maybe he'll get 20, 25 home runs. 60, 70 RBIs with the Orioles getting better, even though he's started to hit leadoff for them. But yeah, he's, he got 91, 91 runs two years ago, 89 last year. You know, if he can get 90 runs, 20 home runs, 70 RBIs, I, I'd be happy with that. But yeah, where is he? His ADP is 50- 49. Yeah, four nine fifty in there. Scherzer, Will Smith, Schwarber, Zach Wheeler, Adolis Garcia, all, all going right after him. I'd probably take take those guys, um, outfield wise. Teoscar Hernandez versus Mullins. That's an interesting uh, conversation there. Possibly Teoscar. Yes, it is. And then you got Eloy, Corbin Carroll, George Springer. Yeah, out outfield is going to be fun to rank. There are going to be. Quite some differences. I'd say just (laughs) because after that top tier, it's we're we're still figuring out how we're going to do it. If if we're going to like actually go over every player or not, because there's like the the top what? Let me me pull up outfield ADP here. The top uh, 10 are all within 27 or lower, especially the top five. So, like, there's no debating. Like, oh, we're going to take J-Rod, you're going to take Jordan. Like, who are you going to take? You're going to take. There's no point (laughs) doing that for outfield (laughs) rankings. But after. Yeah, after ten, Michael Harris Jr. There, you got Rosarina, Varsho, Robert Mullins, Schwarber, Adoles Garcia, Hernandez, Eloy, is like eleven to eighteen, and after that, it just gets even even tougher.
1: That's when it gets fun as hell, and that's gonna be. I think where the plan is to possibly split that into two episodes, just because, yeah, like you said, like I we don't need to hear us arguing about. Would you rather take J Rod or Ronald Acuña like it, it, it's I, I, pointless.
0: I wonder Team if like either we should we should make our outfield rankings and like compare against each other and only talk about those guys or I'm thinking for outfield if we don't just do traditional rankings and do like these two episodes like this way like outfielders we like versus their ADP and outfielders we don't like versus their ADP cuz I think that that's the main thing. I feel like we should put some sort of rankings or maybe just like groupings of tiers out there. But yeah, I, I, there's so many of these guys just like in the middle. there are like, okay, you, you can take them if you want, but I, I, I don't love them.
1: I, I really like that idea, actually. The uh, guys we like versus ADP and the guys we don't like versus ADP.
0: That's what I we just did these past two shows for infield. It. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love Al, that. I, I think outfield is just, just so... Different that it's like one position and it's not it's not five different ones where you're able to you know differentiate a little bit outfield outfield yeah maybe be like an outfield draft strategy episode then or yeah we'll we'll figure it out if you if you guys <laughs> listeners out there ha, have any ideas let us know but uh but yeah that, that's the plan for next week is to move on from infield here and, and go to outfield
1: yeah you can let us know over on our Twitter at fake baseball the coolest at on Twitter. You can catch us over there. You can catch us in the Discord as well at sg.pn slash Discord. Just type that in your browser and it literally just opens up Discord and takes you straight to our server. Enter in there. There's people talking about all kinds of different sports, anything you could ever imagine. There's like 3,500 of us in there now. Great big community we got going at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And uh, make sure you follow us on all of the. Uh, Streaming platforms, whatever you listen on, turn on your automatic downloads. So then it'll just automatically you'll automatically have our new episodes every time they are out, especially now that we're starting to record more, get more episodes out there. And follow us on TikTok and YouTube. I never thought I was gonna say those words ever. So follow, subscribe, whatever you feel like doing. It is at fake baseball money. We're gonna put out lots of cool clips, all kinds of things. We got had one from yesterday. Ryan talking about Eugenio Suarez, a little clip of him hitting a home run off of Christian Javier that I handpicked myself. And then uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Balake, B-U-H-H-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E.
0: Yeah, before we close out here, I, I want to read our uh, five-star review we got yes, so, I forgot uh, about to that. encourage everybody to leave us a five-star rating review. You know, it just helps, helps the show grow, gets us into more people's download feed, turn on the auto download as well. But uh, we got a five-star review from igdalo shandala best this is the only baseball pod that matters it should be called all other baseball podcasts are fake because it's (laughs) realist but the current name is actually better yeah simple five-star review it's a leave it on uh sg.pn slash fake baseball you can get there for apple search baseball money is fake on your preferred podcast platform but yeah twitter is at fake baseball and then everything else we're trying to do at fake baseball money so tiktok youtube Probably get to Instagram uh, at some point, maybe tonight or this weekend. But yeah, uh, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at SOP.
1: And we'll catch you guys next time.
0: Peace.